Everybody, you're now tuned in to your podcast with your girl, Nee Baby. Thank you. It has been a long time coming, but we are back in action like four flats on a Cadillac, and you already know it. Y'all just got through listening to Friday, what came way too far. And let me tell you something I have been listening to Friday's album every day for about eight days straight. No skips. Every song has a meaning and a purpose. And baby, I felt it when he sang and when he do the mmm. When he be humming like he in the church, baby, I be all up in it. I miss y'all so much on the social medias and the platforms. Um, I'm still giving myself some time and some breaks. But like I uh, told y'all, I was going to get back into doing my podcast. Make sure y'all hit the like button on the YouTube. And if you are late to my YouTube channel, please don't forget to stream your podcast with your girl, Nee Baby, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure y'all drop a comment. Make sure y'all share the live stream. Make sure y'all copy and paste and send it to where y'all can send it to. Get some people up in here. Because today's topic, um, we're on episode 10 now. Finally, I told y'all once I got moved and settled up and situated that I was going to come back through and start working back on my podcast on my spare time. And today is my last off day and I got... Everything that I'm going to have set up right now, set up until next Thursday. And um, I was like, yeah, let's jump and dive back into it because a situation had happened in my family. And let me tell you something. Um, when it comes to siblings and relationships and traumas and love and forgiveness, we lack it. We lack it so much. So without saying a lot. Because I know I'm watched on social media, um, sending all love and light and forgiveness and power and strength and healing to my brother. Um, we had a situation that happened um, just yesterday um, that kind of tore me down, you know, because when you when you haven't heard from a sibling since your mother passed away. And, and you know, when they call, you know, your first your first mind, and your first set and go to is excitement. I don't know about some people, but for us, you know, what I'm saying it is very much so uh, excitement. And I was excited to hear his voice. So, y'all know, I'm up at five, four, six o'clock in the morning, you know, even when I'm off of work. And uh, it kind of hurt my feelings to hear everything he had to say, but everything he had to say was in gauging and affiliating his aura and his vibrations into the past trauma, things he hasn't healed from, things he hasn't received any type of forgiveness from, from his mental and from his heart, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and in a lot of ways, you know, the things that are written in the Bible were written 
and manifestos. It was written in manifestations, and we don't we don't understand how people can write something and manifest it for our lives. All six of y'all, can y'all hit that like button on there for me? So um, in the Bible, it states something about the siblings would then, you know, begin to, you know, fight and argue amongst each other. And that's one thing that we have vowed not to ever do anymore because we're adults. There's no reason to fight. There's no reason to argue. There's no reason to disagree. But um, when it comes to having relationships with your siblings, and I do know this firsthand, not everybody has a decent relationship with their siblings. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody uh, is able to call their sister or call their brother when they need something. Not everybody is able to, you know, pick up the phone and say, hey, can you watch your nephew or can you watch your niece or hey can you come by and we have a family get together hey can we have a game night hey can we go out to the bars together we don't all have that relationship with our siblings and therefore we don't know what to do forgiveness and love is always key no matter it's with a long wooden handle spoon or whether it's right there in their face and you know I often ask all the time how many of us lack forgiveness for our siblings for something that they have done out of action out of out of spite out of anger you know, and, and what have we done to, you know, cause that situation? And for a lot of times, and I will say this all the way into the end of my time to where I'm no longer needed in this realm, um, that love is a powerful thing. Unconditional love is a powerful thing. And um, when it comes to your siblings, that's something that you will automatically think that you're supposed to get and that you're supposed to have. But it takes a lot of growing, healing and maturing and a lot of adulting to have that undeniable, unconditional love with your siblings. It's not always a given. It's not always there for you. You know what I'm saying? It's not always possible. You know what I'm saying? For you to have that type of love with your siblings. And it is okay. But what we have to know that if you have one or more siblings, you guys' trauma is not the same. You guys been through the same things. Yes, you guys both dealt with the same parents. You guys both dealt with your different acts and actions in your relationships as siblings. You both dealt with different things as far as you being a daughter and you being a son or you being a son and you being a son and you being a daughter with your parents. You know, and, and what harms me the most is you'll take your trauma and think that everybody that is in your family is dealt with the same thing. You take your trauma and say, you know what? I'm not going to heal for this trauma. I'm going to repeat it and 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 repeat it. Repetitively, that's annoying as hell. Repetitively, always repeating that you're angry, repeating what you went through, repeating your actions, repeating what you did, repeating constantly this anger, this hatred. It's not going to get you into the next day. It's not repeating your anger, repeating that. It's not gonna. It's not gonna accomplish anything. What you're doing is putting your negative energy out into the world. What you're doing is manifesting more negative energy. What you're doing is being angry at everybody. And what you're doing is you're not loving yourself, and you're being angry with yourself for what you've been through. And that sucks. Because as siblings, when we go through something, the first thing we want to do is pick up the phone and be able to call your siblings. Not so much as so your best friends or your friends, but see, that's when your best friends and your friends come in at because you feel like they're the only people in this realm that knows you. They're the only people in this realm that gets you. They're the only people in this realm that loves you, but your friends weren't going through what was going through in your house. 
Your friends wasn't dealing with your sibling traumas and your sibling relationship that was going on under the roof of your home where y'all both and all of y'all laid y'all head. Your friends have nothing to do with your siblings, so therefore you look for your friends to be your new siblings. Am I right or am I wrong? Correct me at any time. Because you have torn your relationship so much you can't call or you're afraid to call. And when you do call your siblings, it's always negative, hatred, anger. Can I ask y'all a question on this live stream right quick? If somebody called you, would the first thing you want to hear is something negative? If the first thing you want to hear is something that's going to bring you down? The first thing you, you, you want to hear is him hooping or them hooping and hollering about what this person done and what that person done, how they should have beat their ass and strangled them and did all that. Do you want to hear that? Even when your friends call you, or your coworkers call you, do you want to hear negativity as soon as you say hello? So what do we do in the uncomfortable conversation that we're having right now? How do we stop that from even happening without even blocking them, without having to tell them that, you know, I don't, you know, I want to hear any of that. What do we do? We say, listen, you have to hold yourself accountable for the things that you've done. Listen, you have to hold yourself accountable for not loving on yourself. Listen, you have to hold yourself accountable for being angry all the time with everyone and you. But we don't do it because we don't give a fuck. Uncomfortably talking and loud enough as I am, we do not care to hold somebody accountable. We do not care to tell them to hold themselves accountable. We do not care about any of that. We don't give a fuck. Because as long as it ain't us, as long as we're, we're being loving, as long as we're being kind, as long as we feed them with that long handle spoon so we ain't got to get too close to them, we good. But in actuality, we're not because now we're playing a part of somebody's suffering. Now we're playing a part of somebody not being able to heal their trauma. Now we're playing a part and the part that you're playing is really what you call chess. It's chess. So now you're trying to figure out how to checkmate because now Every time you want to reach out and say, hey, man, I just want to send you my love, you can't. Every time you want to try to fix the problem, you can't. Because when there were times when you had open discussions and you had the floor, you didn't tell them what was the thing you needed to let sit in the back of their mind. Because sometimes if you have a conversation with somebody and they're going on and on and on and on and on about what they've been through and about what we all been through and about how you should feel and how everybody should feel. And you, and you tell them like, hey man, just hold yourself accountable. Don't put yourself in everybody else's shoes. What I went through is not what you went through. I was here a couple years before you. I was here. I, I had to do this. I had to do that. You, you know, like you have to... You, enabling exactly you have to stop and be like hey don't you understand what happened in those times it was different don't you understand that if you hold yourself accountable and you learn to sit back and, and look at your your reactions and look at what you've done to people you can understand that it, it might be a little bit better for you and then people always want to preach god and people always want to you know black men don't seek therapy black men hold their emotions in and don't want to talk about them and then think somebody's supposed to read their mind. Black men will hate the very black women that created them, but listen to Tupac. 
444. I'm in alignment. 120444. Okay. Ashe. A change is going to come. But when it comes, we have to be ready for it. And we have to learn not to be the yes women and the yes men. We have to learn to say, hey, tell me how you feel. Hey, let me know what are you, what are you going through mentally. I always try when I do get on my live streams to check on y'all mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because I remember when it was a time when nobody actually checked on me mentally, physically, and emotionally. I've been, you know, grieving the death of my mother almost two years now. And I'm still learning how to pick myself up by myself. And that is the hardest thing to do because I have nobody checking on me mentally, physically, and emotionally when it comes to that state, when it comes to that grief, you know what I'm saying? But you all, you know, take the time and say, you know, me, how you doing? You know, how you feeling? What's going on with you? You know what I'm saying? What's happening? And one thing that I've learned, learned to know that with my siblings, we've learned to live in the present moment and we learn to check up on each other and we learn to love each other and we learn to forgive each other and we learn to be there for each other because the same woman that brought us into this world before she left out of this world, she simply said, love on each other and be there for each other. That's all she said. Love on each other and be there for each other. Not all the time you're going to be great. Not all the time you're going to be, you know, outstanding. Just know that well, no matter what it looks like, just know that the outcome will always be better. And I'm going to say that again. And y'all going to hear me say this a whole lot because this is, that is one video that I go back to is pinned on my TikTok. No matter what it looks like. Just know that the outcome will always be better. And we need to learn for our own siblings and for our own selves. How do we forgive them? How do we love them? How do we help them heal from past traumas by having uncomfortable conversations with them that they might not be ready for? It's so simple as writing a letter. It's so simple as sending, sending a text message. It's so simple as sending an email. It's so simple as saying, hey, can you meet me here to have drinks or can you meet me here for dinner? And we have a simple open discussion without it being any hatred, any anger, any yelling, allowed noises evolve between our words and our voices. That's something, excuse me, we have to learn how to try to affiliate within ourselves. How can we communicate without elevating the tone? How can we communicate without belittling a person? How can we communicate with showing love and showing forgiveness and hearing and listening? How can we communicate with our siblings so that for we can have a relationship because our parents, as well as all of us, are on borrowed time. So if I leave here today or if you know, any of us leave here today, we wanted to always know that we forgive each other. We love each other through it. We forgive each other. We love each other through it. We've been there for each other. We know what it's like to pick up the phone and call each other and say, I need. Can you help me? Can, can you be there for me? You know, can you lend a hand? Because if your siblings can't do it, don't expect anybody else to do it. If your siblings can't do it, don't expect anybody else to do it. Because at the end of the day, if you go to your family... First, you're going to hear about it. But when you go to your friends and you hear about it, what they've done for you, it hurts a little more, don't it? When your friends go back and say, oh, I did this for her. Or I did that for such and such. And I did this and I did that. And that motherfucker, da, 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 that hurts a little more because you look for your friends to be your new siblings. And you look for your friends to understand that you are in need. And, you know, I, I've been learning a lot of things with, you know, being married and I've learned a lot of things with being in a marriage and learning how to accommodate my tone for 
her words and her feelings and her emotions and her doing the same for me. And I understand that if I do it with myself and I practice with myself, then I can learn how to have better conversations with anyone else. And that includes my siblings. That includes my family. That includes my cousins and aunts and uncles and my dad. That includes speaking in the spiritual tone. And I want to tell you all right now, do not speak ill on the dead. Do not speak negative towards anyone that's in your ancestral charts that's in your dna that you share dna blood with do not speak ill on them that is the most wicked way for you to be cursed that is the most wicked way for you to lose everything that you have worked hard for when you speak ill on those who are not able to defend themselves in the flesh you have then set yourself up for failure. You have manifested that I can never call on to my ancestors and I can't pray to a God that I believe in or the cosmic birth that are the high power or the Lord of Lord, the King of Kings. I cannot do anything of that nature because I've defiled myself by going against the grain of my ancestors and not speaking to them in a true loving manner. I am going against my grain. And so anything that I say now in this day forth that I may ask for myself, I will get just the opposite. And karma will hit me 10 times worse. And then therefore I will have nothing but emptiness, darkness, and loneliness, and I will have no one to call on, and I will have no one to be there for me because I have did what everybody used to call burn bridges. When simply, I just didn't know how to control my actions. I just didn't simply know how to control my anger. I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to listen. I didn't know how to be there for myself and love myself because I'm angry for myself, and I'm angry with everyone else and I don't love myself and 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 therefore if I don't love myself I can't love anyone else and I don't like black women and I don't deal with black women because the black woman that brought me into this world I have a conflicting relationship with and she left this world before I can heal that relationship and mend that relationship so therefore everything that I'm going through right now is my problem it's my issue so when I speak ill on the dead and I speak ill on the woman that raised me and the woman that birthed me then know that nothing else will come to you Know that no blessings, no love, you will be in emptiness. You will be in acute silence for the remainder in your mind. You will tear yourself down and you will eat yourself up for speaking to me how you spoke to me. Mm. You know who that's for, you know who that's for. So just know that when it comes to having uncomfortable conversations, we have to learn to be there for each other. And that's why I take to y'all so much because I don't know what it is that you're going through, but sometimes it lays on my heart that, hey, somebody going through something, I don't know which one of them it is, but it's somebody that needs to heal. And you know, it's always something when it comes to black families, melanated families and any families of that in that in, in this sense, because we don't know how to truly and honestly heal ourselves from our generational curses, you know, and you have to really simply figure out what your generational curse is in your family and what's your burden and what's your part that you play to heal and mend that generational curse. You know what I'm saying? So I want to let all you know that I love you today. I love you tomorrow. I thank y'all for joining in on this podcast with me right now. Um, this is Friday. We came too far. And I want y'all to know that um, no matter what it looks like, just know that the outcome will always be better. Heal those relationships, mend them, forgive them, love them from a distance, be there for them whenever they are in need, but also have those uncomfortable conversations. And like Jackie said, don't be enabling people anymore. Um, I'm gonna need y'all, if y'all on here and y'all wanna order anything from me, I do got books and I do got snacks. I got honey, um, lemon bars, and lemon pound cake right now. It's the only thing I have available. So make sure y'all tune in, run this back, and y'all run the streams up. Thank you. Y'all for joining your podcast with your girl, me, baby. I am L.